Talk Radio 77 WABC. Sit in friends in the morning. 77 WABC. Oh, Bill O'Reilly loves REO Speedwagon. I don't know how you knew that. Folks, he was the best. He still is the best. He'll always be the best, whether it's 9 p.m. right here, weeknights on WABC, or his own amazing website, BillOReilly.com. Great interviews, TV show, amazing columns. I read his column every day, every morning. He also does these uh, great morning messages on um, it's on our show about 7.30 every weekday morning. The Killing Series has killed it, every one of them, right now killing the witches. And people are still talking about that wonderful night that he put together. I did nothing. That he put together at the Paramount Theater in Huntington. He is the all-time best Bill O'Reilly. And I'm going to ask Bill a question right now that I got from a listener moments ago, one of my favorite people. His name is Ralph Napolitano. Him and his brother own Ann and Tony's, a very good Italian restaurant on Arthur Avenue in the Bronx. And this does pertain to what Bill talked about on the morning message on this show just earlier today. And it goes like this, Bill. Do all these American college kids supporting Hamas and calling them freedom fighters know that if given the opportunity, Hamas would slaughter them and their families? Do they know? They don't care. Um, so some of them know and some of them don't. Very parallel to when I was in college during the Vietnam War. So I remember uh, people holding up signs of uh, Ho Chi Minh. Remember that? Ho, Ho, Ho Chi yes. Minh. Yeah. You know, they, he was the greatest guy ever. Greatest guy had Ho Chi Minh. Man slaughtered millions of people. <laughs> and, you know, the same thing is happening. So... I don't give these college kids a pass because they have to know that the Islamists, the jihadists, are murderers. So they're supporting murderers. That's what they're doing. Now, you couldn't do that after 9-11 because it was the United States who had 3,000 bodies. And if you did that, you would have been ostracized immediately. But when it's Israel, you can do it because it's not here and people don't understand what's going on over there. Look, can you imagine if at the Huntington stage, all right, so Rosenberg O'Reilly, we're live, 1,000 people there, okay? I paraded one of these college persons out there for a debate with me over their support of Hamas. Can you imagine what oh, would have happened please. on that stage? <laughs> Come on. Come on. I mean, the kid would have been in a coma after 90 seconds. I know. <laughs> so I do tend to give these kinds of people a pass in their ignorance. The, the problem is that it's a contagion. Well, here's the other problem. It's a contagion, yes. But is it ignorance or hate? I feel like these kids are so ready and willing and able to hate. It's not just ignorance. There's hate involved here, too, whether it's supporting BLM, who clearly doesn't care about black lives. They'd be in Chicago every weekend, not collecting millions. And by the way, BLM is anti-Zionist. So to me, yeah, it's a little worse than just than just ignorant. They are hateful people. No? 
well, I hesitate to blanket all of them, and, and I just want to correct you one thing. The Black Lives Matter movement isn't anti-Zionist. It's anti-Semitic. It's both. You're right. You're right. Okay? Yeah. It, 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 that right. movement despises Jewish people across the board. You don't have to be a Zionist. Okay? You, all you have to do is have a heritage, and they're not going to like you. And that's a deep-seated thing in some of the radical black precincts. And it has to do with the economy and landlords and all of that kind of thing. All right. So you've got to bring some history into this. The problem on college campuses and New York City is the nexus for this. Columbia, NYU, City College, is that these students do not know any history whatsoever. They're ciphers. All right. You're talking to people who maybe have a third-grade grasp of the world. They don't know geopolitics. They, they couldn't, on a map, find Iran. You gave them a, black, a blank map, they couldn't find Iran. I doubt if they could find Israel. I know, but that's so true. But can they find their parents? I mean... Our parents? I mean, that, you know, I, I point this out. What is it, 40% of New York City school children don't go to school now? They're truant? I mean, the the problem with these criminal kids and with the hater kids is that their parents are gone. They're derelict. They're irresponsible. In our in my house or your house, we I wouldn't tolerate hatred from my children toward anybody. Would you? No way. No way. It would not happen. And if they didn't go to school. I have a tree outside of my front lawn. Okay, they, I'd say you got a choice. You could, if you don't go to school, I'm going to tie you to the tree for the five hours. Now I'd probably be arrested. Right. All uh, right, but that couldn't happen. No, I mean forget about not even going to school. I could tell you that uh, Gaby was late on a science homework. Late on a science homework. He's in school. The kid just got straight A's, and it was a it was a good little uh, mouth in there from Danielle. So yes, we take all of this. Very, very seriously. Yes, yes. And, but the point is that babies are not born with hatred. They have to learn it, and they learn it primarily from their parents. So in Gaza, if you are a baby, by the time you're four, you hate Jews. Okay, that's just the fact. That's what happens many, many places in the Muslim world. The madrasas, all of this. Do you think these kids know any of that? But I, I just want to give one more caveat. You, when you reach the age of reason and you are still a hater, then it goes on you. You can't blame your parents. So if you're still a hater, you're still anti-Semitic or anti-black or whatever it may be, it's on you. And usually that's a neurosis. You don't get happy people hating people you get miserable people hating people miserable people are hating people you're exactly right so last night bill was this uh gop debate in miami and uh, i didn't watch one second of it i came in early i get in very early before the show so i heard i can't stand vivek but i heard his cuts and i heard nikki and um stupid fat chris christie and ron and all these folks and well, it's just a waste of time because 
At this point, Trump is up like a thousand points, not a hundred, not two hundred, like a thousand. So they're wasting their time. They're wasting our time. If they were smart, they'd go the Tim Scott route and not bash him because he can get a job in his administration. But he's right down the road, Bill, in Hialeah. He's got like thousands of people, and he's saying things like, keep indicting me. It's making me better. It's making me win. I mean, it's unbelievable. You watch a debate which has zero juice, zero, and the guy down the road indicted four times, all kinds of issues. He's running away with this. Yeah, I can't really comment. I was watching the Country Music Awards. You You did? No, you didn't. Did you really? Yeah, Yeah. Um, no. I, oh, because I thought you saw Jelly uh, Roll. a little jest. Um, <laughs> not, I, I like country music, but I don't know really. I actually gave out an award at the Country Music Awards with Naomi Judd. Come on. Uh, yeah. Um, and I got to meet all of them. It was a great night. But uh, the best part of the debate was uh, the uh, Ramaswamy going after Nikki Haley's daughter about TikTok. Right. That had nothing to do with the country. It had nothing to do with anything. All right. But it was entertaining. And I thought that uh, Ambassador Haley was going to pull a uh, Oscar award. And Will Smith. Him. <laughs> you know, I'm going, hey, maybe that's going to be a rerun. Um, and I'm sure Chris Rock was watching and goes, oh, my God, it's going to happen again. Um, but Ramaswamy hurt himself. I mean, he can't go after the families, and, and he did, and, you know, he shouldn't have. Um, as far as everything else is concerned in the debate, it's the same old stuff, and you're right. People are bored by it. And then Trump is wailing, uh, you know, in Hialeah, um, and Trump knows he's got it locked. He knows he's going to win the nomination. Now it's a matter of him positioning himself to try to win over some independents so he can get back in the White House. Now, I don't know if – You know, I I don't know if there is a strategy on the part of the Trump campaign to do that. With crime running rampant in New York, you need to keep yourself and your family safe. Obtaining your concealed carry firearm licenses can be difficult and time-consuming. That's where MyFirstPistol.com comes in. They'll help you secure your concealed carry license. If you're looking for a pistol, premise, rifle, or shotgun license, call 347-559-7052. 347-559-7052. You must have a valid firearm license issued by the NYPD to purchase, possess, or shoot a handgun or pistol in NYPD. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Well, isn't he doing it now? I mean, the latest, you're talking about Siena and CNN, not exactly Trump-favored polls, have him with big leads in five of the six swing states. Yeah, but that that, that could dissipate, you know, but in a heartbeat. But why? why would, again, I keep hearing that, but what, is he going to get indicted? What, is he going to get arrested? No, 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 it's not about Trump, by the way. Um, those polls are about Biden. Biden is such a, a drastic failure. So I'm writing a book now called Confronting the Presidents. No spin uh, analysis from Washington to Biden. That, that book will be out next September. Every really? president oh, is, com- is coming under my scrutiny. Every single one from Washington every, to every Biden. Every one. 
Okay? Well, okay. And I'm telling you who they really were and what they really did. Wait, you're not going to take a shot at Ronald Reagan, are you? Uh, I wrote a book called Killing Reagan. I know. I know. You know and I, it was a shot. I, I'm a historian. I recall what happened. Okay? <laughs> but anyway, um, Biden is so terrible. Yeah. And what are the odds, the over-under in Vegas, of him recovering? Zero. Zero. It's like, um, you know, Dallas playing the Giants. I think the spread is 87. <laughs> I mean, Biden is not no. going to recover. No. And, and people are suffering, literally suffering. Uh, I mean, it, it, people can't afford the necessities. The border is – you can't defend it. Um, and so it's this movement toward, look, we, we don't necessarily like Trump, but this guy is hurting us. This Biden guy is hurting us. And that's what you saw in those polls. I think that will continue. But what Trump has to do is pull back a little bit from, you know, the daily uh, angst and, and run as a statesman because he's got the stats on his side. Well, it looks like whatever he's done so far, like I was critical of Trump early on for bashing DeSantis, and he bashed DeSantis to death, to be honest. So I'm at the point now where I'm kind of, me, just me, I'm very anecdotal. I'm laying back on bashing Trump on what he does and doesn't do because whatever he's done against all odds is working in his favor. And I'll ask you this. The Democrats agree with you, and they know exactly what you're talking about. They see those polls, and they agree that it's less about Trump and more about their guy. So the question is, what the hell do the Democrats do? How can they possibly put this guy out there again? Well, there's heavy pressure on Biden to resign like LBJ did. Okay? Heavy, heavy pressure. You don't see a guy like Barack Obama, who is the head of the Democratic Party. All right? He is far and away the most powerful, influential member of that party. You don't see him go out and say, you know, uh, we all have blood on our hands here in the Middle East. And what he was doing was criticizing Biden. He didn't mention Biden. But Biden's very cut and dry. We're going to support Israel, okay? And the, uh, the uh, Hamas crew, no. But then you get Obama come out going, hey, you know, it's a little more nuanced. That doesn't happen. If you think back, Obama has been largely silent under the three years of chaos under Biden. Isn't it ever criticized him? Nothing. When he came out, I went, aha, there's the message right there. And then Axelrod, who's the consigliere to Obama, he goes on CNN and says pretty much the same thing. You know, he's too old. He's got to think about it, the good of the country. So the Democrats want out of Joe Biden. And now with the Hunter Biden thing being, you know, he's subpoenaed with Jim. I can't imagine those guys answering any questions. They're going to come in and take the fifth. Right. Okay. I mean, they're not answering questions. But just the fact that they take the fifth and they're there and, it, you know, it's, it's like uh, the Godfather Part Two or Michael <laughs> Corleone. Is, I want an apology, Senator. I want an apology. You know, it's like once you're in there. And, the, and these Republican senator, uh, House uh, Congress people are just lobbing accusation after accusation after accusation. I mean, I don't see where Biden's strength is anywhere. No, I don't All either. Right? No, I, he I, might I, not even carry the Bronx. 
<laughs> no, he, he will. Oh, he I got to tell you, the last poll I saw, Trump's only down seven in New York. That's embarrassing for the Democrats. And Trump will win Long Island, where I am. Oh, my God. Long Island's gone red. They've gone completely red. Both yeah. uh, county executives, Bruce Blakeman and Ed Romaine. Long Island's the best place to live in the country at this point. But I do want to stick with the House uh, Republicans. Anthony D'Esposito is one of those guys, Long Island guy, good friend of mine. And uh, he was on, uh, I believe, yesterday. And he was talking about how the House did censure Rashida Tlaib. And I have to tell you, Bill, that a lot of my listeners are so happy now that they have no idea what censure means. But at no. least they feel like they it means nothing. It means for what, for like an hour they can yell at this lady and then it's business as usual. But at least people feel like people are being exposed and people care. Is that fair? fair? Uh, I, I don't know. I, I always equate censure with my fifth grade teacher, Sister Carolyn. So when I would misbehave, which was pretty much every hour on the hour, yeah. I then had to leave the classroom. Yeah, that was it. Okay. Yeah. But th- that was good. I liked it. I said, okay, thank you. <laughs> right? Because then I had to sit there and listen to the boring nun tell me about gerunds, and I had no idea what that was and didn't care. So that's what censure is. Yeah. It brings more attention. And, and look, this woman, Tlaib, and the rest of this uh, squad, I mean, these are hardcore communist people. They're not socialists. They're hardcore communists. Or oh, Nazis, too, because they hate the Jews. Well, no, you don't have to be a Nazi. The second to persecuting the Jews in modern times is Russia. Under Stalin, and even today in Russia under Putin, Jews are eighth-class citizens, and the pogroms that Stalin and the communists set up to persecute Jews, they weren't as bad as the death camps the Nazis did, but believe me, they were designed to punish Jews because of their heritage. Right. So you don't have to be a Nazi. You can be a communist. I don't know any communist country that accepts Jews. Well, let's talk about Arabs, too, because a smart man once said, not every Arab is a terrorist. But whether it's 9-11 or what's happening in Israel, every terrorist seems to be an Arab. Well, yeah. Is that, is that unfair? Mean, they got a big problem in the Muslim world, and there's no leadership at all there, um, and because the radicals run the religion, just like... The progressives run the Democratic Party. Not all Democrats are progressives. They're not all socialists. They're not? No. <laughs> there are reasonable Democrats. Uh, I know, too. Um, I know, too. And they're – listen, there's a poll out. I'm going to do it on the No Spin News tonight, BillOReilly.com, a tip poll. It says 40 percent of the Democrats support Hamas in this country. 40 percent? Four zero. That's a very unnerving and despicable number. I don't believe the poll because this is not a reliable outfit, but I'm reporting it because it's on the record. And that's what Debbie Wasserman Schultz, you know her, right? I lived in Boca. She's in Fort Lauderdale. Not a big fan. She said that any Democrat who supports Hamas is evil. Well, she's an Orthodox Jew, so of course she's going to say that. Right, but but she's turning on her own party here. Good. Good for her. Good. So – is a lot of complexities um, around all of this. 
But if you just step back, and I hope that all WABC listeners are capable of that at this point, there is a clear line in this country of who is hurting the country. It's the progressive left that's hurting the country, and Biden is their guy. And, and that's it. You can hate Trump all day long, all right? But he's not doing – in his four years, he didn't do nearly the damage no. that Biden has done in three. And Biden is guilty, you should call the Better Business Bureau, of bait and switch. Because he promised us when he ran he was not going to be that progressive guy. He was going to be a moderate Democrat, and he's anything but. No, and but he doesn't know what he's saying from day to day. Right. I mean, he just doesn't know. <laughs> and everybody goes, oh, Riley. Cuomo did that last night to me on News Nation. Uh, you don't like Biden. It's not, I don't have anything against Biden personally. He's a terrible president. Yeah. All right? I hate him personally now, too. Just 50 ways. <laughs> And if you don't believe it, it's because you don't want to believe it. Well, that's true, especially right. Chris Cuomo, yes. Well, no, I mean, look, I'm not disparaging him. Well, I know you like him. You're on his show. I'm a line of, of yeah. Democrats. Let me do that. Turn on his own. Let me do that. I'll disparage him. <laughs> and his brother. I hate them both. But that's okay. I mean, it's a great uh, segment you do every week with him. It's an important segment because the truth is what you do with Chris Cuomo needs to be done because Chris Cuomo will never publicly agree, but maybe, just maybe, on a very cold, dark night, about 4 in the clock in the morning, Chris Cuomo will go back to something that you said. He'll never say it on TV, but he'll say, you know what? Bill O'Reilly was right. We need our voices to speak to those people. That's right. You've got to engage them. And I've seen, by the way, uh, a change in Cuomo. He's not nearly as uh, defend – he doesn't defend Biden, all right, nearly as much as he used to because it's indefensible. Americans can't buy homes because the mortgage rates are too high, all right? They're approaching 8%. Under Trump, they were 3%. What, what do you need, all right? 1.4 inflation under Trump, 10% inflation on necessities under Biden. What else do you need? Talk about the kids not knowing anything. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here, and Biden will carry New York City. And you look at these people and go, what? why yeah. on earth would you support the second worst president in the history of this country? Uh, look, we just had city council elections, too. And you got a guy yeah, in well, Bay Ridge named Justin Brannon who defunds the police, who actually, you know, uh, was very sympathetic to 5,000 pro-Palestinian protesters who ended up beating up the cops, by the way. And that guy won in a landslide. Listen, in certain precincts in New York City, they're socialists now. It's not Democrat-Republican anymore. These are hardcore socialists. And I don't know if people understand that, that it's gone way beyond the Democratic Party. It's into... We want what you have. So, and we're going to vote for people who are going to take it from you and give it to us. That's socialism. And that's where these precincts are now. There's no reason or rational, nothing. It's we're socialists, you give me your stuff. That's what's going on in New York City. 
Wow. Uh, listen, that was just an amazing segment. There was over 20 minutes, and I really want to keep going. That's how great you are. But I guess at some point we have to pay the bills. But just another amazing appearance, Bill O'Reilly. I love you. Thank you so much. All right, Chad. Always fun. Thanks you for too. having me in. You are the Thank best. You. Really are the best. 9 p.m. weeknights. Don't miss it, folks. The No Spin Show with Bill O'Reilly. Of course, check out his great website, BillOReilly.com. We are very lucky to have Bill O'Reilly. That's a very smart man. 840 every Thursday morning. 